Alright guys, episode 4 of the Grand Old Country Podcast. We're going to start today just like how we always do, covering the the news that uh, happened since the last time we recorded a podcast. Um, the first thing that we want to talk about, probably the biggest, is Cody Jinx. Uh, he released the album cover and the all the names of the songs that are going to be on his upcoming album, After the Fire. And last podcast, we couldn't have been more wrong. He had the picture of that wolf he posted that said Cody Jinx, October 2019, but this album cover... Nothing uh, like what we thought. Yeah, it's very very unique. It's kind of like a painting almost, and it's got a like a bonfire or a campfire that's still smoking, but it's, it's out, obviously, because after the fire, and there's two logs that are leaning up on each other, and the one that's standing up the straightest... To me, it looks like a like a middle finger flipping you off. So yeah, when you told me that, I had no idea. Like I didn't even like think of that. And the second I looked at the photo, that was all I could see anymore was the finger. Yeah, um, and then above it, it says Cody Jinx after the fire, and after the fire is written in flames. So I, that's kind of cool to see that on there. Yeah. So there is a total of ten songs on the track list. I think the one you and I are both most excited for is Tone Deaf Boogie. Yeah, because I don't know if many people know this, but Cody Jinx band, he's Cody Jinx and the Tone Deaf Hippies, so I don't know if that song's going to be a nod to them or us fans, but it sounds like it's going to be an upbeat like country song, probably traditional, just like Cody Jinx makes, so I'm excited to hear that one. Yeah, Some of the other ones I'm excited for off there, uh, After the Fire is one, uh, I hope it kind of lives up to the hype of how... His last album, Lifers, was uh, also the title of his song on the album, Lifers. That was a fantastic song. Even came out with some really cool music videos for that. Um, but I hope the song, After the Fire, uh, really hypes up the album. And then the other one I'm most excited for is uh, Tell Him What It's Like. It's a song he talked about, or he posted a picture about. It was earlier this year sometime. And, like, they were in the studio, and they were editing the song, and he ended up saying, like, just finish this, more to come later on, and all that, and so... It makes me wonder if the reason he did that, I don't know if that's going to be the single or something off the album, so... The way... Is he going to release a single? Oh, yeah, yeah, the way he... Yeah, I forgot he did tweet that out, You know, the way it said that, it sounded like he's not going to release a single, but... It could be his... we were so wrong about everything else, Yeah, it could be his radio single that he pushes onto the radio... Yeah. doesn't have to drop before the album. So that, mm. that could be maybe it. But another song that's kind of interesting to me is um, Think Like You Think Like You Do. That appeared on Cody Jinx's collector's item uh, in 2008. That's just kind of... That wasn't like an album you could physically buy. They were some of his early recordings. So you can get them on the internet and stuff. So I'm kind of excited to see that uh, that he's putting these songs off those early albums out there. Hopefully we can get Mr. Griffin in a couple years. Oh, that would, I forgot about Mr. Griffin. That would be nice to to have, but I'm I'm really excited to hear what he has for us coming October. Um, but yeah, we we definitely spoke too soon oh, last time. It was literally like the day after the day we posted our podcast, our last one uh, was the same day he came out with all the news for the uh, album. We're like that couldn't have been worse timing on our part. Uh, well, we we get we tweeted it out. We were one of the first people, so 
Make sure you, you keep up with our Twitter. We'll make sure to keep you updated day yeah. to day. Um, so the next thing I think we want to talk about is, so we got new music this week from Midland, John Party, and then uh, Chris Colson even released his new song, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Um, first one I want to talk about is John Party's Tequila Little Time. Yep. Mm-hmm. That that song is just, it has like horns in the background, stuff like that. It just kind of sounds really different. It reminds me, I don't know why, when I listen to it, it reminds me a lot of... Uh, Oceanfront Property by George Strait. Just kind of like a relaxing, beachy song to me. So I was really pleased with that. Just like everything he's released so far on that album. What what have you thought about that song? Um, I've only listened to it a couple of times, but I liked it. It was a little different than the other uh, three he's released so far, but I definitely enjoy his music and what he was doing there. I think it was a great song and... I definitely need to listen to it a few more times, but uh, the next one I want to talk about, uh, Midland's uh, Fast uh, fast Hearts and Slow Towns. That's a, that's a really good one. I know you love that one. Yeah, I just think those guys, those three guys, they harmonize together real well, and I'm, I'm pleased with almost everything they put out. One of my buddies was telling me, he, he saw them uh, down in Texas, and he was telling me that that song was going to be a big hit before it even dropped, and... I listen to it and I can I can agree with him. He, it's going to be a, a really big hit. Hopefully, it gets played on the radio. So, yeah, I'm really pleased and excited to hear the rest of this, rest of these guys' albums album when it drops. That's next Friday, isn't it? August 23rd. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that that'll be coming real soon. We'll make sure to tell you about all the other songs that are on that album. Yeah, definitely going to review that one next week. Um, so then, uh, Chris Colson released Bonnie and Clyde on the 13th. Uh, what are your thoughts on that one? I thought that was a really cool, unique song. I, I really like his voice, and I hope he sure comes back to Lincoln or Omaha so we, again so we could see him soon. So Yeah, definitely. Have you listened to that song much? Uh, I've listened to it once. I've been playing it a lot lately, and it, it's got me listening to a lot more of his music, so I'm, I'm really happy with what, he's, what he put out, and hopefully an album comes out here soon from him. Yeah. Um, so our next thing we have on our list, uh, Tyler Childers. Uh, Country Squire hit number one on the country list, right? Yeah, he passed albums. Luke Combs, and Luke Luke Combs had that spot for a while. Yeah, so that was that was crazy to see. I'm I'm glad Tyler Childers is getting that recognition uh, that he deserves. It was a great album. I'm honestly I, I love the album. Like I said in the last podcast, it took me a while, but that surprised me. It went to number one so quick because yeah. like even me, I had to listen to it a, a few times to appreciate it, but. I'm glad to see that a lot of people are really appreciating his music and realizing that that is real country music and and just pushing up there number one. Yeah, and I mean, he, like we said, he uh, he said he wanted to make that music for the working country man. So I think that's something he definitely accomplished with it. And yeah, really exciting to see that uh, get to number one. Joe Rogan gave him that shout out on on uh, his podcast too. Or- uh, I think it was on Instagram. He was listening to Feathered Indians, so that was oh, cool. that's right, yeah. So hopefully he'll get on Joe Rogan. That'd be that'd be fun well, to listen to. Uh, I saw this a couple days ago. Even Miranda Lambert, uh, she uh, posted a video of her husband uh, and her sitting outside, like drinking beer, and uh, he was grilling. I think he was frying chicken or something. But they were playing White House Road. Oh, really? That's the song that's playing in the background. Yeah, I everyone everyone loves Tyler Childers. If you're yeah. a real country music fan. You can't it's not one, listen to it's, him. It's a one of a kind voice. Like so, hopefully, yeah, and hopefully this album going number one gets him some radio play, or maybe he'll 
win some win some country music awards or something because he he deserves it. Yeah, I'd love to see All Yearn make it to the radio or even House Fire. I could see All Yearn on the yeah. on the radio. That'd be great. Um, so then we also we were also looking through the list of other top uh, country albums, and his album Purgatory is sitting at number thirteen right now. Yeah, on um, top fifteen out out of the top fifteen albums, Tyler Childers has two two of them, and he's his third one isn't isn't that like most people don't listen to it. I think it's called Hard Times, but so it, or is it the Bottles and Bibles one? Oh yeah yeah yeah, Hard Times is a song off. Yeah, there. that's my bad, but uh. That one isn't isn't listened to by most of his fans, but Purgatory and uh, and uh, Country Squire are sitting in top fifteen right now. Country Squire at number one, so he's he's killing it right now. Purgatory came out what twenty seventeen? I believe I think we so. Have. Yeah, yeah. Purgatory came out in twenty seventeen. We're still being in the top fifteen two years later, after all these other artists uh, that have released stuff. I think that's really incredible and good for him. Um, the next guy on the we found on the list. Yeah, it was. A couple a couple days ago, Eric Church was creeping into the top yep, fifteen creeping. with uh with, Chief. Yeah, with his album Chief that came out in twenty eleven. I mean the album is eight years old and it's it cracked the top fifty again. So yeah. that just shows how what kind of fans Eric Church has and the type of music he, he makes. I mean it has since then dropped again, but just to see it come back up for that little spurt was really cool and definitely shows that like even to this day, people are still listening to stuff off the Chief album because it's still got uh, Springsteen, uh, Creepin's one of them. Uh, I mean, I, I almost yeah. everything he makes, I, I love. There, he has, he has some deep cuts that I think should get some more radio play. Yeah, but so, um, so we were, that made us just the, those two things right there made us look look at the top hundred album charts, and so it was pretty interesting. There's one person, and only one person right now, who has three albums in the top ten. Or two albums and an EP in the top ten, I guess I should say. And that is Luke Holmes. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, that man is killing it right now. So yeah. I mean, one of them was his This One's For You album, then the This One's For You deluxe edition, and then the prequel. Yeah, I think the prequel was at number th- three. And then I think... Three. And then was... Um, it was the deluxe edition was sitting at like five or six or yeah, something. Yeah, and they like were that. up there. I and mean, he's he's just doing a great job with everything. Yeah. And it, everyone's he might even loving have it. Four now, come November. Oh, I, I guarantee it. That guy, yeah. he can write songs like no other. So then we were looking at others, and on there, John Party's California Sunrise, which came out in 2016, that is still sitting at 29. Chris Stapleton uh, Traveler, which came out in 2015. Is sitting at twenty or er, er, sitting at twenty six right now. Yeah, which that one is fantastic. Oh yeah, that's that. I think he said he's had some of those songs on that album. He had had them written for ten years. He just hadn't recorded them, mm-hmm. and so that that was a heck of a va- album. And I'm not surprised it's still there. No, that, not at all. It's it's a timeless timeless. He's album. got that other. He's got another unique voice, just like Tyler Childers does, and it's yeah. They're both Kentucky can, boys. Yeah, you can't. It's you can't not listen to it. It's mm-hmm. such a unique voice, and they always tell such beautiful stories. Uh, then the next one, it's not; it's a little farther down the list, but we still thought it was pretty cool. Adobe Sessions by Cody Jinks is sitting at fifty-two, from, and that's from twenty fifteen. So, yeah, he, who knows? He might crack. He might crack top fifty just like the Chief did. That's that's still an older album, and that was when Cody Jinks was independent. He wasn't that big at the time. He wasn't with Rounder Records or anything. So. 
that's that's really cool to see that he's still sitting up there with such a old. Oh, I got not too old, but an older record, four yeah. years old. Well, even considering though that Lifers wasn't up there, we didn't see Lifers. Oh up yeah, there. I did not see Lifers. <clears throat> um, so especially with having more recent albums, to see that one still sitting up there is pretty incredible. Yeah, um, I, I'm not surprised. I hope to see, but uh, I hope to see after the fire climb up there and maybe. Who knows? Get top ten or something like that with Cody Jinks' crazy fan base he has. Yeah. Um, I don't have any other more recent news. Do you? No, there isn't. Oh, we forgot to talk about Coulter Wall. Oh yeah. Uh, so Coulter Wall, uh, we're big fans of his. Uh, we love uh, sleeping on the blacktop. Johnny Boy's Bones. Johnny I mentioned Boy's that Bones. last podcast. Uh, sleeping on the blacktop. Yeah, yeah, that was in the movie Hell or High Water. Yeah, if you're familiar with with that movie, they play that while when they're in the casino. That that scene. Yeah, he's uh, the devil wears a suit and tie. Like he's got some great songs, and his he, voice is amazing. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of Johnny Cash. He's he's from uh, he's actually from Canada. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of radio play because I mean he is. As, as traditional as they come, but I mean, very, very unique voice. He's he's 26, but when you hear his voice, you would or maybe he's 27 now, but you would not believe the voice coming out of such a young guy. I mean, and the stories he tells, they're they're really they paint a good picture in your mind, and I love listening to him. Yeah, so he is coming out uh, reportedly with new music coming soon. Uh, I don't think he released a specific date or anything like that, but... Yeah, it was in a recent Instagram post. Coulter Wall said, new, new music is on the way, so... Um, I, that's just... I mean, we don't know when or what it's going to be, but it's just exciting to see that he's going to come out with new stuff. Yeah, and give him a listen. He's not too big yet. I mean, he's... A lot of people who, who love the very, very traditional guys like us know who he is, but give him a listen, if, and I think you guys will really like him. He He reminds me a ton of Johnny Cash, so... Check check that out. It'll be it'll be exciting to see when that drops. We'll keep you updated and keep looking out for that. So we decided to do something a little different for this podcast, and uh, instead of talking about just a bunch of albums and stuff, we thought it'd be cool to talk about really cool and unique country destinations. Um, so we kind of piled up a list of different. Uh, places and then more specific destinations within those uh, cities to visit. So I think the first one on our list is Nashville with it being just Nashville there's always such unique things and Yeah, even though we bag on the music sometimes that come out, comes out of Nashville there is still so much history and cool things yeah. to see there that, that just From makes the older it, generations. Yeah, that just makes it a cool town that I, I want to visit definitely one day, and I think it would be a lot of, really cool for a lot of you guys to go visit there, too, if you're as big as country music fans as we are. Yeah, so we kind of listed a few uh, places. Uh, of course, the Grand Old Opry. Uh, that's kind of like a given if you go to Nashville and you love country music, yeah, so you better many, go to Grand Old Opry. So many legends have been on that stage, and it's such like a like a moment for those artists to get there and play there. It's such a such a cool stage and a cool venue i i would love to visit there someday um so then there's the uh johnny cash museum is there yeah uh, i think that would be really cool i think he's just one of the most interesting guys in country music i'd love just just spend all day there and see all that history yeah um then there's uh 
Tootsie's Bar. Yeah, I, you Tootsie's, know more about that. Tootsie's Bar. I think I believe it's right behind the Ryman Auditorium. It's one of the most famous honky tonks in Nashville, and they've had so many um, big name artists play there. Like some of their some of their first people to play there when it, when it opened was Willie Nelson, Patsy Cline, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. So they've just had a bunch of people come through and play there, and it, it's built up this reputation. If you go to Nashville and try and find it, it's it's just a big purple building. It's a I think it has three levels with three stages. So I mean, it's it's such a cool thing to see in Nashville. You could go into basically any honky tonk down there, and who knows who you're gonna see? You could see someone playing in a, in a uh, corner of a bar, and that guy could be making it big in a year or two. So that that's a that's a most famous honky tonk down there. Another one. That brings in a lot of good music is uh, Alan Jackson's Good Time Bar, and I mean Alan Jackson, he's such a fun guy and make, he's such a legend in country music. So going to that bar would be a ton of fun to check out and just bar hopping when you're in that city would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So uh, other there's some other famous artists that also own bars in uh, Nashville. So Blake Shelton owns uh, it's All Red. Um, like his song Old Red so yeah he named it after that um, it's uh, it's been known to pop up as his signature Nashville uh, swanky tonk uh, so that'd be a, kind of a cool unique place to go to uh, Dirks Bentley he has his own bar there too it's called Whiskey Row and I think that'd be he's got a couple locations yeah he's around got the a country. chain of Arizona bars that he expanded to uh, fourth location in Nashville um, so I think that'd be really fun to visit. I've always enjoyed Dirk Bentley. He's always yeah. got fantastic songs. And um, Luke Bryan's on the list. Don't care about that one. Not uh, Florida Georgia Line. No. I Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk and rock and roll steakhouse is just a lot to say. But that I I love Kid Rock. Honestly, that is like one of my guilty pleasures. So I would definitely want to want to check that out. He is so entertaining. I love his music. Um, yeah, that's definitely that one's that's on my list too. It, it's a fairly new one. It was, I think, it was built just last year, so that would be one to check out. And then, yeah, we already mentioned uh, AJ's Good Time Bar. Uh, that's Alan Jackson's. If you can't figure out what AJ is, um, but yeah, just a lot of that's kind of cool that a lot of uh, artists are are building those in in uh, Nashville to get people to come, and I think that'd be a lot of fun to just. Go check out all of those while you spend like a week or two in Nashville. It'd be a fun trip. Yeah. But other things to check out while you're there in Nashville would be, of course, the Country Music Hall of Fame. Just see. Oh yeah, definitely. Just see all all the history that's up there, and maybe learn a thing or two. Then there's, I mean, I just would love to go to all the little record stores there. Yeah, the biggest, like, the most famous one is uh, Ernest Tubbs yeah. uh, Record Store. Mm-hmm. I think last year Eric Church just did a pop up show there. He just showed up. And played a show for the people in there, and I think it'd be really cool to go in there. I I love Ernest Tubb, like walking the floor with you. He's just a classic country singer, so I would definitely make a stop in there and pick up some vinyl from my record player. Yeah. Um, the last thing uh, you put on the list, and you probably know again more about this than I do, is the uh, Nudie's Suit Store. Yeah, Nudie's. Um, if you don't know what Nudie's suits are, they're like the old school like cowboy rhinestone suits kind of like what midland wears and 
uh, in Nashville, they they have like the original store there that they used to make the suits for all those artists. And I just think it'd be cool to go there and see all those. And it's, there's just so much history. They have a lot of old artist suits still hanging up in there. And I think they even have a bar too. So that'd be very cool to check out and just see all those just really unique suits hanging up there on the walls. I definitely could see you rocking a, a pink uh, rhinestone. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah. I could totally see. Nah, it I couldn't. I couldn't pull that off. Uh, yeah. Get you the hat and everything too. I think Midland. I think Midland's the only guys right now that can pull that off. Then the next city we have on our list uh, is uh, Branson, Missouri, where Cole was just at on vacation. Yeah, it's a it's a really fun little town. Uh, they just have so many different, unique little shows uh, just spread all throughout like their main street, mm-hmm. and one of them, uh, Dolly Parton Stampede. Uh, Which is like a show. It's like a show and dinner. There's not really yeah, they, a musical act. Oh, well, there is before in that yeah, little lobby, mm-hmm. but like the the main show itself, there's no music, but it's owned by Dolly Parton. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic dinner. So it is. It's like it's really cool. It's all finger foods. So everything you like, they serve you and they serve you. It's I think it's a four course meal or something. Yeah, like that. it was so good. Every single thing, no silverware required for any of it. It is so good, um, but it's like a show. The one we saw, and I think it changes. Yeah, every it changes year. every year. I think uh, it was like a settling America. I think is what it was. Yeah, I, I think so. And they had like those buffalo come out and stuff yeah. like that. That was very cool. It's a it's a really cool show and. Like we said, owned by Dolly Parton herself, and uh, she's known to make appearances there from time to time, but the lady who fills in for her is fantastic. I can't remember her name, but uh, then they have... We, they have, um, like, when you drive in, they have billboards just kind of advertising a bunch of shows, and a lot of them are country music shows, and, like, when when Branson was first getting big, Waylon Jennings would like to play there a lot, so... That kind of established the roots of country music in the town. Um, some other things they have there, uh, they have Big Cedar. Uh, which yeah, is Big a, Cedar Lodge. So it's a big resort that sits right on the lake. Uh, I think it's Table Rock Lake. I can't remember the name. Yeah, it's Table Rock. Okay, so uh, that is a favorite spot of Luke Combs. And yeah, Luke Combs was there a couple days after we left uh, one day. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was. He loves going there. It's a... Uh, it's a really cool, uh, unique spot. It's all tucked back in. It sits right on the water, but it's at the base of this hill. And to get to it, uh, it's this long, uh, winding drive through a bunch of hills and trees, and it's so cool. Yeah, and it's owned by the owner of uh, Bass Pro Shop, Johnny Morris. And uh, it sits on Table Rock, which also is – they do a lot of major league fishing tournaments on there. So – the fishing there is great, and it's just—I know it's not country-related, Big Cedar, but I think it's—I I think, think it's, that's as country as you can really. Yeah, it's—it's it's a really cool resort to go check out, and some, like some of their cabins, like literally all over the place, is just stuffed animals. Like um, they have like deer's heads, uh, they have everything on the walls, uh, and they, there's a bar that you—you you went to a bar down there, and there was a guy yeah. covering country music. Yeah, so they have—it's called Buzzard's Bar. And every uh, weeknight, they have, like, different performances. And so we went there one night, and the show, it started about, like, I think it was, like, 8.45 or so. Uh, this guy covered songs from I Got Friends in Little Places. Uh, he did Luke and Bach, Texas. 
Take Me Home. Yeah, Take Me Home, Country Roads, um, Neon Moon. Yeah, so you just played all the hits. Yeah, he played so many songs. Uh, the Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, you showed... That was cool how he played that on the guitar. So, yeah, it was just him up on stage. No one else. Just him and his guitar. And he, do, he did The Devil Went Down to Georgia. And what he did with that guitar, it sounded so, like close and similar to the original song with the fiddles and everything it was it was fantastic he was like strumming and like banging yeah, on it a little uh-huh. bit too so that was that was cool when you showed me that video but yeah he uh they always had these different little guys in the the guy i want to say his name was clay self uh yeah it was clay self and he was fantastic and it was so cool because he knew like he went and talked to everyone there like he was, I think his show was supposed to start at eight forty-five. He didn't start till about nine o'clock though, because he was walking around to every single table, just like talking to people, and like it's the most like um, entertaining little spot. He's up there just laughing along and cracking jokes left and right. Uh, sounds like a, sounds like a good dude. That'd be a fun show yeah, to go check uh-huh. out. Yeah, and it's just nice to sit there at the table, you know, just have a few beers, and it was so entertaining, and it's such a cool place to be at. So, um, yeah, even though it's not a country music resort, but it still it still has the Branson's country music roots tied into yes, the, definitely. tied in. And then I couldn't really pick a spot, a, a whole city in, or one city in Texas. So I'm just going to kind of talk about some, some spots in Texas as a whole. Um, so the first one I'd, I talk, I want to mention is Billy Bob's stockyard. Like the stockyard is around it. Uh, Billy Bob's is like, is the world's biggest honky tonk and they have bull riding there they have like almost like a small venue i think my buddy my buddy saw midland play there and i think he said it holds around six thousand. they do the texas country music awards there you can buy tickets and go watch that it's just a really really cool honky tonk i've never been there but i've i've heard the area around there is really cool it has a bunch of western shops and barbecue places for you to go eat so that would definitely be one place to go check out. It's in Fort Worth, Texas, where Cody Jinx is from. So, sounds like a really cool area to check out. I would I would love to go see that. They have rodeos before the shows. I think it's like $4 extra on your ticket if you want to go watch the rodeos. And then you head into the concert. So, that'd be a unique experience. Um, the next thing up in Texas is... Uh, I want to go... I, wanna, I would definitely want to go see Luke and Bach, Texas... Just like with Willie and Waylon and the boys. Oh, I love that song so much. And they have shows there in the dance hall. Cody Jinx has, has played there a few times. It just looks like a really cool venue. It's it's out. It's like a really small town. I don't even know if Luchenbach is... It's, I don't think it's considered its own town, but it's like a little village and like with a little post office and there and it's it's really cool. Check it, check it out. There's some tours, like virtual tours on YouTube and stuff and it, they play some real good country music there, so check that out. Cody Jinks did a show there with uh, himself and Daryl Dodd, so they're they're really good friends, and they bring in good acts. I know every, I think every week they have at least one night that has it's free music you can just go listen to. So I, I definitely would hit that spot if I was in Texas. And the last the last one I have for Texas is the Broken Spoke Honky Tonk. Um. You guys might recognize it. It was the it was on the cover. It is the cover of a George Strait's newest album. Uh, I I didn't know too much about 
the broken spoke until I was bored one night and I was scrolling through Amazon uh, Amazon video and I came across they, they there's a documentary like about it on there so guys like Ernest Tubb and Willie Nelson all have played there George Strait George the reason George Strait has it on his album cover is because that's where he first started playing like he started playing at the Broken Spoke and it's a dance hall and everyone's two stepping out there so it just looks like a lot of fun and a cool just classic traditional honky tonk you, you, it's just like how you picture it to be in Texas it's it's a really cool area it's growing around there so i they were telling they were saying in the in the uh documentary so there's kind of the city's taking over but if you if you're in there it feels like you're in the middle of nowhere classic kind of honky tonk i know mike and the moon pies have played there so a bunch of a bunch of uh, modern, still traditional guys are, are playing in that honky-tonk, which is really cool to see, and glad to see George, George Strait threw it back to where he first got started and put that on his uh, on his uh, album, newest album. So the last thing you got on the list uh, was Bakersfield, uh, Buck Owens' Crystal Palace. Yeah, I couldn't find too much about um, for Bakersfield what to visit, but everyone knows that Bakersfield sound, like Buck Owens, uh, Merle Haggard, a bunch of those guys, Dwight Yoakam. They were really influential in country music, so I think that'd be, um, if you're ever in Bakersfield, it's such a country music city, I think it'd be cool to see Buck Owens' Crystal Palace. It's just like a, it's kind of, I think, it's kind of like Billy Bob's, just a bigger honky-tonk that holds a lot more people than a normal bar and they have shows in there and i just think that'd be a cool place to check out if you were ever in the area so um those are just some destinations you guys could go to around the country if if uh, if you're big country music fans like us it'd be very cool to see if you go to any of those tag us on twitter or mention it at us on twitter and we'd love to see those pictures yeah um i think so we also threw in a few uh Local areas here in Omaha and surrounding Nebraska, or I guess surrounding Omaha, I should say. Uh, we got Stir Concert Cove over in Castle Bluffs. Yeah, uh, Stir Stir is a really really cool venue. Yeah, if you want to see what Stir looks like, go Google "Drink in My Hand" by Eric Church. The music video was shot at Stir Concert Cove, so that is probably the coolest thing that's happened at Stir Concert yeah. Cove. It's an outdoor venue that's behind a casino in in uh, council bluffs iowa yeah it's it's right on the border of uh omaha then and it's there's so many country artists there every single summer yeah. uh i saw chris stapleton there before he was he was that big i mean it was right after he blew up winning all those uh country music awards but he had already had the show booked and it's it's general admission when you get in there so me and my brother were like three or four rows back it was awesome to hear him and be that close to him yeah i mean uh that was the first concert i've ever gone to what uh was there it was justin moore you oh took yeah me to that yeah um they've had like billy currington willie nelson's uh, played there leonard skinnard was there mm-hmm. uh i mean they have like every single type of artist there yeah i saw dwight yoakam there this uh, year that was really cool to see yeah there's a one of the beatles is performing there next weekend and it's, yeah, Ringo Starr will be there. Yes, thank you. I couldn't remember the name. Um, but it's a cool little place. Um, yeah, you got this nice big grass area. And at night, um, it's just all lit up over there. And it's so funny because the stage, uh, behind the stage is the actual casino in the hotel. 
And there's people just all up in their rooms up there. Yeah, looking um, down on us, yeah. kind of just looking watching down, us. watching, listening to music, and it's it's a cool area. People sit well, in the parking lot. My my parents went to go see Darius Rucker there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. after the show, my parents went into the casino and. Darius Rucker just showed up, sat at a table, and started gambling with people. So oh, that's awesome. That was kind of cool to see or to hear about. Yeah. Um, then there another place, and uh, it's not in Omaha, but it's in Venice, Nebraska. Bucks Bar and Grill. Yes, Bucks is the is my favorite honky tonk. It is since it's so close to me, and they bring in my favorite kind of country music. It's the only bar in Venice, Nebraska, right? Yeah, that, okay, in yeah. Bucks or in uh, Ward Davis's song, the only bar in Venice, Nebraska. That's kind of their their saying. Uh, yeah, it's so. I mean, they've had Ward Davis there. Cody Jinx started out playing there. Mm-hmm. Whitey Morgan started out playing there. Um, Tomorrow they're having Mike and the Moon Pies, who I mentioned. They're they're pretty big in Texas. If you haven't heard of them, Curtis Grimes has played there. They bring in just really really good talent. The te- if you go on the Tennessee Jets uh, store, uh, he's got a he's got a Bucks bar poster that he, he made fifty of them and signed them, and uh, so they were like a limited edition thing. Just a lot of those. Uh, underground traditional guys like Cody Jinx and Whitey Morgan, they all love Bucks. If you watch the Lifers um, music video, you can see the owner of Bucks is, yeah, is in okay. it. So we mentioned the Lifers music video earlier, and so all that the music video is, it's like, it's Cody Jinx's song. Uh, the music video is literally just people from all over the... Like hard-working yeah. li- like Lifers, basically. He just wanted to yeah. showcase his fans that are hard-working Lifers. Yeah, so it's got pictures of like Welders, um, construction workers, farmers, uh, veterans, uh, nurses, teachers. teachers. Like, yeah. It's got everything. And he's got uh, Buck Yeah, on I there. think that was the first, like one of the first yeah, pictures one of the on first the first ones. video was uh, the manager of Buck's Bar and Grill. He's, yo, he's the owner. Or owner, sorry, yeah. not manager. Um, so... It's, it's cool a, to see those guys kind of remembering where they started. Like when yeah. we, like we said, when we saw Cody Jinx and it got rained out, he packed up his stuff, and I still am so mad I didn't know this, but he headed over to Bucks and performed a couple songs there for yeah. people. Mm-hmm. So it's a really it's really small, right? I if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's it's not too big, but it you can get a lot of people in there for shows. Oh, definitely. Um, and then. The other place we want to talk about was Whiskey Roadhouse. Yeah, we're, Whiskey Roadhouse is pretty cool because um, Eric Church got started playing there. He started playing there from 2006, and I think his last show there was in 2008. So that's just kind of cool to see that Eric Church, before he had even really made it big, was there playing. So And they have country music there, I think, at least once a week. So those are just some kind of honky-tonks that are around our local area. Um, if you're if you're listening from Omaha or Lincoln or Council Bluffs, those are some places you should definitely hit up and see a show. Yeah, and so since we've been talking kind of about uh, country destinations, I thought it'd be cool to add some festivals. Yeah, that'd be like fun to go to. And one we're really disappointed didn't happen this year: uh, Loud and Heavy Fest. Yeah, Loud and Heavy is... Fest was in Fort Worth, where Billy Bob's is. Cody Jinx had that last year was the first year. And yeah. And I then, mean, the lineup was crazy good. Yeah. It had Whitey Morgan, Ward Davis, Cody Jinx. 
He Wasn't brought in Tennessee a couple. Tennessee on there too. Tennessee Jet. He might have been. I know he brought in some metal bands because yeah. Cody Jinx used to be in a, in a heavy metal band. So he had those guys playing, and it was. And isn't one of the stages facing like the water, so people are like sitting out on tubes and stuff? I believe so. I think I think so. So that would be, and it's in his hometown. Yeah. Cody Jinx. So that didn't happen this year, and I really hope it happens again because by the way the lineup was, and from things we've heard about it. It it's an incredible show and festival. Yeah, we we would love to go if it if it happened again. Oh, for sure. Uh, next one we kind of mentioned was uh, Wiggy Thump, which is Whiskey Myers uh, festival that they put on this year. And anything Whiskey Myers, I'm all for. So that's kind of why I added it to the list. Uh, I don't necessarily know too much about it, but if it's Whiskey Myers, I'm in. Yeah, and I, I know there are friends with a lot of guys that we like to listen to, so I feel like that lineup would just be stacked, and it would be a lot of fun to go and listen listen to them with a couple friends. Probably the biggest and most recognizable name you guys would uh, know is Stagecoach. That's probably the biggest country music festival in the in the country, and they they just have they have everyone. They've they've had last year they had Whitey Morgan, and but they also had like mason ramsey and lil nas x so you you get kind of everything if i'm not mistaken i I, it's uh it's like a week after coachella which is like the biggest music festival in the country and it's at the same place but it's just strictly country music at stagecoach so i think if you go to the right stages because there's multiple stages at stagecoach i think it would be a lot of fun for uh the country fan kind of like us going to see like whitey morgan and more of those traditional uh, country singers, but uh, I would definitely. Lo- it's out in California, so it would, it would definitely be a a trip for us to go out there and so, see. So Wiggy Thumb, I looked it up. Who was there this year? Uh, he they had the Steel Woods, uh, Real uh, South Hall Band, and uh, Chris Colson was with them. Oh really? Okay, yeah. that's good. So he's still touring with them and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so that would have been a really fun one to go. The to. Steel Woods, I really like the Steel Woods, yeah, so that definitely. would be fun to see. Um, I think the last one. Did you talk about Country USA? Not yet. Country USA. That's a music festival that's in uh, Oshkosh, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So it's fairly close to Nebraska. And I really, really wanted to go to this music festival this year because I it's it, it, their lineup was absolutely stacked. Like some of the headliners, the first night was Alabama, Cole Swindell, Trace Adkins. The next night, some of them were Brad Paisley, Justin Moore, Scotty McCreary. John Michael Montgomery, and the last night was Dirks Bentley, John Party, and Tyler Farr. So, I mean, those are just some big names. And I, it, their Instagram, I follow it, and it looks like that it's a ton of fun. I mean, people are camping out and drinking and tailgating for it, and it's just three days of nonstop fun. So, I, I would, I would recommend that, especially because it's close to us. It looks like it would be yeah. so much fun to go to. So these are kind of, I mean, they're all kind of we have to drive to. Um, so. I think ones that are around this area that they're not necessarily festivals, but you got the Nebraska State Fair, which yeah. always brings in great artists. Well, Nebraska Land Days. Nebraska Land Days. So next year, before we talk about Nebraska State Fair, next year Nebraska Land Days is bringing Luke Combs and Toby Keith. Yeah, it's a uh, it's in North Platte, Nebraska. It's just kind of it. The way I can describe it, it's like a county fair on steroids. It's it's right by uh, they have it right by where if you're familiar with a uh, Buffalo Bill. It's right by Buffalo Bill's ranch where he used to actually live. And then they have like have it on their fairgrounds. I saw 
Stapleton there a few years ago. And yeah, they've had like uh, Chris Stapleton, Alabama. Uh, um, I think Alan Jackson was there was one year. Brothers Osborne there. Brothers Osborne opened for Chris Stapleton when we saw him. And so they they bring in a lot of good talent. Um, I know a few years ago they went to Florida. They brought in Florida George Line. So <laughs> you, you didn't catch me at that concert. So. Um, so Nebraska State Fair this year they got artists like Whiskey Myers and Cody Jinks, Granger Smith, Little Big Town, Marin Morris. So yeah. some more like radio kind of country singers will be there too. But we're heading up there to see our boy Cody Jinks. We, yeah, we wanted to also see Whiskey Myers, but school starts. Yeah. So okay, here's the fun funny thing. So concerts August 25th, and both of us have to start uh, classes August 26th, and we got to get up early. Yeah. Concerts in Grand Island, so we had to drive back to Lincoln, and then I have to drive back to Omaha the next day. Um, but it's totally worth it for Cody Jinx. Third the time third, is hopefully yes. the charm. First time he passed out, second time it got rained out, third time we We're are going. Everything. We are going to see him. He's going to play Head Case. He's, he's going to play Mr. Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> I hope, bro. I hope he plays that. Uh, but yeah, Whiskey Myers happens to be that Monday night. I'd love to go see them again. I mean, if attendance isn't required, I mean, we can yeah. go. <laughs> but, yeah, that I was really pleased with that uh, with that lineup uh, that Nebraska State Fair put together. It's cool to see that they brought in some of those uh, guys that we really like that aren't played on the radio as much. Yeah. I uh, feel like uh, Cody Jinks is going to be crazy. Oh, I think there's going to uh, – yeah, his fan base is really, really crazy. I feel like a lot of – People from uh, that used to go to Bucks and watch him are definitely going to make the drive up and see him since he's just seems like a real nice guy. I know a bunch of people that have met Cody Jinks and say he's a great guy, so he'll definitely know, have a good turnout. Is anyone performing with him? I don't know. They might just get a local guy to open up. They do that sometimes. But uh, I'll be all right with that. One that's fairly another festival that's fairly close to us that already happened. I don't know if it'll happen again. It was up in Sioux City, which is about an hour and a half away from Omaha. And it was uh, it was called the Red Dirt Country Fest, and Cody Jinx was the headliner. They had Randy Rogers Band, Casey Donahue, and Shooter Jennings, who's Waylon Jennings' son, and Parker McCollum. So that it was a really good lineup. And I I would have I heard about it maybe like a week before. I definitely would have tried to get some buddies to go with me up there if, if I, I would gone. Yeah, if I would have heard about that sooner. But I think that would that would have been a really cool festival to go to. But oh, and. I forgot to mention uh, one that's very close to, that's always in Omaha, a country music festival is Frog Fest. I just got back from... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw Billy Currington was the headliner there. The the openers, like the smaller acts, I didn't know really any of them, but they were still good. Like, one of the openers did Chattahoochee and stuff like that, so that was, that was really cool to listen to, and... Um, I'd definitely go back there. It was like on a farm in the middle of a... It was a little past Lincoln, so it was just... You felt like you were in the country just listening to some good music, so it was a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, that those are some local local uh, festivals or venues you guys could visit if you're listening from Omaha or Council Bluffs or anything like that. Yeah. And I, I can't think of anything else other than our recommendations for this week. Yeah, my recommendations, we've already hit on them. Uh, it's coming off Mid- Midland's uh, new album. It, my recommendation is Fast Hearts and Slow Towns. I'm I'm really, really big on that song. They, they sound great in it, and I, I haven't heard anything by Midland I don't 
like. I'm really happy with almost everything they put out. So give that song a listen. Get them get them um, playing on the radio a little bit more. I'm real happy with it. So I couldn't decide what I wanted to pick. Um, so I kind of got two here. Uh, my first one is Running With An Angel. Uh, it's a single that Riley Green released last year. Um, I love that song. Um, and then the other one is... Uh, uh, oh god, now the name's blanking. Uh, Good Times Don't by Justin Moore off his newest album, Long uh, Long yeah. Necks and Late Nights. That's more I listen to that album. I think that's my favorite song off that album. Yeah, it's uh, he's talking about like how like a hundred hundred years from now things aren't gonna like things are still gonna be the same. Yeah, he's saying kids will still turn up Hank when he comes on stuff like yeah, that. People are still gonna want to go fishing. Good times, good your times change, but good times don't. Yeah, I love that. So. Yeah, gas prices may be higher, but you know you're still going to drink beer on a Friday night. It's basically one of the lines. Yeah, you're still going to drive to the bar. Yep. So, yeah, um, we'll make sure to cover whatever happens in this following week and keep keep you guys updated. Yeah. So we got Midland's album coming out. Yeah, we there's a good chance we will probably review that on our next podcast. Um, so we're we're excited to hear that. Uh, until then, keep an eye out on our Twitter if you want to be updated on all things country music. Uh, yeah. Um, then okay. So next Sunday is uh, Cody Jinx the concert. So if we hear anything from oh, him, yeah. it won't be on our next podcast. It'll be on our the following one after that. Yeah, we'll probably record Saturday, and then Sunday we'll go to the state fair and yeah. hear Cody Jinx. We'll tweet out anything we hear. So keep an eye on our Twitter. Yeah. So our next podcast, we hopefully plan to record on the twenty fourth, and then we go to the concert on the twenty fifth. So. Um, yeah, like Ben said, anything we hear that night, anything he tells us, anything we see, uh, we'll definitely, uh, let you all know on Twitter. So, um, yeah, I think that's really much it. Yeah. That's all we have for you guys this week. Tune in next, next week and keep an eye out on our Twitter for all things country music. Hope you guys liked it. And yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. The Outsiders. Yeah, sir.